Welcome back to our second episode of the Riverside Live Different podcast. We are excited to get into this uh, the second time of trying this. This is our experiment for the summer. We are we thought, hey, let's use the the podcast medium uh, to to give folks some spiritual practices that they can use to open their lives up to the Holy Spirit. And so far, we did the one episode and had great feedback from that. Lots of folks uh, saying that they they really enjoyed that and found it helpful. Uh, so we're excited to get into a second episode, a second practice that we think can help people. We talked about breath prayer the first time, and we're going to stay in the area of prayer this week uh, with the idea of, of a prayer walk. And what does it mean to, to intentionally be walking in a space and an attitude of prayer and a spirit of prayer? And as soon as we came up with that, we came up with the idea of, of talking about prayer walks. The name that came to my head was Jim Mustaine. A buddy of mine, or a friend of mine in, in ministry um, that I've gotten the chance to know over the last few years, uh, who I think does more prayer walking. I guarantee he does more prayer walking than I do normal walking. So I, I'm excited to have him uh, come in. So Jim, we're glad to have you. Thank you for being part of this today. It is good to be with you, Jason. And uh, that's funny. Uh, you, uh, I think you do quite a bit of walking, but I do enjoy prayer walking. And I've enjoyed our friendship over the last several years of both of us having seemingly lots of, lots of common interests together. Yeah, and I think that's what will hopefully make this a, an interesting conversation. I've learned a lot from you about, um, I know, this particular practice and what it has driven in your life and the, and the ways that the Spirit has worked through that for you. If if uh, let's let's start off with introducing you a little bit. I know you're a, a loving husband and father and grandfather and have a long history in ministry. You want to give us just a little background on you, Jason. You're making me sound old now on that with all those uh, introductions <laughs> there. But uh, well, we uh, I have I've been in ministry for um, gosh forty years now on that, and we moved here to the Metroplex area in two thousand and five and. Uh, First to the Coppell area and then Louisville. And um, of course, I served initially when I came here as a pastor on staff at uh, Valley Ranch Baptist Church uh, for nine years. And it's a good long time. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, uh, wonderful church, a wonderful ministry there. And I had several different roles, but uh, most uh, towards the end of our time there, it was uh, associate pastor for community and life transformation. So a lot of what I did uh, seemingly is what you do as well, is try to help folks uh, learn and grow in their uh, in their spiritual lives. And then in 2014, uh, we definitely felt, uh, talking about the Spirit uh, leading us in a direction that we had not considered before, and that was ministry uh, outside the walls of the church. Of course, we love the, the, the local church and are involved in the local church, but felt like God was calling us to our neighborhood and our neighbor's. At that time, we were living in the Louisville area, and so after uh, prayer and talking with uh, the leadership of our church, they launched us as uh, missionaries, and I like to use the term community pastor, neighborhood advocate. Uh, we founded an organization called Loving Community, and that uh, uh, says uh, exactly what we try to do is love on our community, and we uh, came up with a little mission statement that uh, says that we want to be good neighbors 
by connecting people into relationships and serving the needs of our community. And so we just celebrated uh, five years in June. And so it's been That's a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And seemingly God has kind of pushed us out into about eight different uh, gospel or good news expressions uh, within our community. And of course, you and I get to share in one of those. We'll talk about probably a little bit later in mentoring in schools. And and uh, I would say, as it relates especially to this podcast, that, that prayer is really the engine room that that moves our ministry uh, out and into the community. And I know specifically uh, prayer walking. I know that's been a big a big drive for you in, in all of that. Just as an idea, if you were gonna if you were gonna introduce that that idea to somebody who didn't know what prayer walking was, what would you say? How would you define that practice? It's a great question. First of all, I would say that um, I do a little myth busting here that uh, prayer walking sounds a little bit like an oxymoron because when I learned to pray, I closed my eyes. And you might say walking around uh, in the neighborhood with your eyes closed might not be the best thing to do. So first thing I would say is you can leave your eyes open while you you pray, which I'm assuming everyone probably uh, knew already. But but. To me, prayer walking is really just putting into practice uh, one of those most valuable tools that we uh, have that uh, uh, Jesus modeled for us uh, to be able to, uh, to to pray. It's a wonderful spiritual discipline as well. I always think of the uh, couple of key verses, uh, James 5.16, where James says that the, the prayers of a righteous person um, uh, avails much or accomplishes things or has great power. And then, of course, the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5 talks about this idea of praying without ceasing. And again, as a kid, I always thought about that. And it was like, do I have to have my eyes closed and my head bowed all the time? And it is not. Right. It is not that. Sounds that sounds boring. Right? <laughs> it sounds boring and dangerous right. uh, on, on that. But, uh, you know, I think it was probably, if you read through the Gospels, Jesus was, as he modeled, uh, you know, so many things for us. I mean, he prayed a lot in a lot of different places and a lot of different contexts. And I think that's probably what I would say most of all is, is think of Jesus as that. He was constantly um, engaging people in some type of, of prayer on that. So that's a little bit of an overview uh, on that. Of course, uh, um, you know, you could Google prayer walking and you could find lots of great resources out there. There are a lot of good books out there. One that I like is called Prayer Walking by Steve uh, Hawthorne. And and uh, he he kind of has a two or three sentences that, that I think help us explain it. He says, prayer walking is praying on sight with insight. Mm-hmm. In other words, like that. yeah, well, you know, once you see something, once you are there, you can smell it, touch it, feel it, taste it, so to speak. And so now you know a little bit more how to uh, how to pray, and he even says the walking part is is incidental. He says it's the vehicle that enables us to to really pray in close proximity to those in our community who need our prayers. And and uh, gosh, one of the things that we have recognized is that you know, I of course I need prayers. We all need prayers, but our community and especially those that. Um, are not in anyone's church that are outside uh, uh, the walls. They they um, they need our they need our prayers. And so, to me, prayer walking is something that it's one of those things we say it's caught and maybe not taught so much. And so, a lot of times when people have interest in saying, "Well, what what's prayer walking all about?" I'll say, "Hey, can you come with me one time? I'd love to show me. you yeah. uh, what what it's like and what it feels like." 
What does that look like for your particular ministry? What role has prayer walking played for loving community and for your role in all that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I I don't want to be so formulaic that I say everyone has to do what I do because I know God has wired us all up differently and, and we all have different personalities and interests and likes and but, but somewhat for me, um, it seemed that God kind of coupled two things together in a real practical way for me. And the, the first is this. I love to be outdoors. Um, you know that. Yeah. I love to hike. And I love anything. You know, you take the roof uh, off and I think better and I pray better and I just do better. And I love the morning time. I'm a, I'm a morning person. And so um, I have always been outdoors in the morning. And so... For me, this is one of those things that was not hard um, to do, is to, to get outdoors and to do that. And then also, um, I would say over the last 10 years or so, I took more interest in uh, spiritual disciplines and how to you know live out my faith in more public and private ways, and of course, prayer being one of the more private ways uh, in that. And so putting those two together, it really um, spoke to my heart. Now... Another thing you need to know about me, I'm a little bit ADD, and so, uh, you know, to be outside and to be active, again, it plays to uh, to how God has wired me up. And then also, if you were to set me in a room, uh, a quiet room on a morning, I would probably fall asleep. And so for me, getting a chance to get out and be active and putting those two things together, walking, getting some exercise as well as you know, practicing spiritual discipline. It's kind of the daily double for me. So do you have a particular route that you walk, right? Ab- absolutely. Basis? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things, you know, practically speaking, and as, as folks, if they wanted to consider that, that's one of the things I would say is, you know, figure out a route. Yeah, you know, um, don't be so ambitious that you're going to try to do a marathon your first uh, prayer walk right, uh, on, right. on doing that. And so I've prayed through some 5Ks before, <laughs> but I wouldn't survive it. Yeah, that's good. You know, for me, what it has kind of shaken out practically uh, in our neighborhood and then kind of the amount of time that I have to invest in it, my physical capabilities, it's about three miles uh, for Mm -hmm. me. And the area that we live in is not uh, maybe not the most uh, walker friendly uh, area on that. So I've got to be, you know, kind of careful and looking for sidewalks. And there's a lot of it's uh, it's kind of an industrial uh, area at some points. And so. What I would say is, you know, you've got to pick your route. And for me, that kind of came with some time. But then once that kind of got that pattern down, I really began to know it and enjoy it. And that's, again, part of the prayer walking is just knowing your environment and how God tends to to lead you and pray, you know, pray different prayers during that time. So what have you seen out of this? How have you seen? We're we're talking about the Holy Spirit in our uh, sermon series right now at Riverside. How have you seen the Holy Spirit work in and through you by doing this? Yeah, I, I, I think as uh, much as anything, Jason, it's the kind of the idea that God has, um, you know, both opened my eyes and in like manner opened my heart uh, to what is going on around me. And so practically speaking, I would just say that when I prayer walk, you know, I don't listen to sermons. I don't listen to podcasts, right. even though you may want to listen to this podcast, but... Uh, <laughs> No, but put this one aside. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to the news. It distracts me. There's, you know, there's many good things that I could listen to. But in a sense, that's uh, that's the time where, you know, I need my head to be quiet. And so, um, uh, you know, so so I, I get out uh, 
and and again, it's it's being uh, it's really engaging the senses. I mentioned it a minute ago. You know, it's the the idea of uh, you know seeing and listening to the sounds and and uh, smelling the smells and and it it really does engage your senses. And I found that that's uh, in a sense how God teaches me is through sometimes that you know seeing, touching, feeling, hearing, yeah. listening on that, and so. So that's helped me to really see my community and see my neighbors and to see um, situations differently. And it's it's interesting. I literally kind of have developed a pattern of, of praying at different points on my prayer walk for similar things. As I walk by, um, as I walk by houses in my neighborhood, I pray for my neighbors and many right. of them I know by name. And, and so, you know, I'll know certain situations about them and Sometimes I'll see them out in the morning and, and uh, you know, I'll stop and talk to them so it's not so regimented that I can't engage with what God may, uh, may be trying to, to do on that. And I, I uh, walk by lots of different kinds of places and businesses, and it seems like God has kind of given me a kind of a prayer pattern uh, each time whenever I go by these places. I, l- I love the fact that context matters here, right? That 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 it gives importance to the place where you're at. It helps you to be more present, but that the the spirit, our prayer, I think, in something like this, I know this has been my experience at prayer walks, is that it helps me uh, begin to see those people in that area the way God sees it. You Absolutely. Know, that's the, Absolutely. They hope you're being formed in that. Yeah, one, one of the things, I, I live up in the Louisville area off of the Business 121 corridor, and one thing that... Uh, Folks may not know is there's a there's a couple of uh, uh, the budget suites is up that way and the in town suites and the budget suites happens to be the largest budget suites in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, on any given night, uh, there's fifteen hundred to two thousand people that live uh, basically in these hotel rooms with their families and right. and whatnot. There, there's a lot of need represented there. There's a lot of brokenness and there's a lot of uh, just hurt that uh, you encounter in those places. And there have been times where, as I walk past there, where seemingly the, I, I feel, the, um, I feel the, the depth of the, uh, just of the despondency that some people find themselves in those situations. And mm-hmm. I've actually gotten back from my prayer walk sometimes and emailed my prayer team and say, pray. You know, I felt, uh, I felt a real burden today mm-hmm. for that. And so, um, so that's how God, I think, does that. He, he again burdens our hearts for the things that that burdens His. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, a powerful thing that I think this offers. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I know we offered a, a few little suggestions of practical things a minute ago. You have any other? What, what, if somebody wanted to try this, what would you suggest for them? Yeah, let me. I, I did. I jotted down a few things on on this, and and maybe one of these will resonate uh, with some of the listeners. You know, first of all, I mean, it, it seems silly to say this, but I would pray about it again. I I know that this might not be for everybody, but pray about it, and and then maybe give it a try, and and see what you uh, what you think. Uh, uh, you, you know, if it's something that resonates uh, with you, you might want to read an article or a book. And again, uh, folks, you're listening to a podcast right now. I would say, again, start small. Um, you know, you don't have to, again, run a marathon the first time you're out there and maybe give some thought and, and uh, plan your plan your route uh, on that. Uh, um, uh, again, no, I think when you use headphones and things like that, I love uh, listening to a lot of things like that, but I tend to get caught up in that and kind of forget 
where I'm at and what I'm there uh, uh, to, to do. And then, you know, I use those terms, you know, look, listen, smell, feel, you know, engage your senses and engage mm-hmm. your context uh, on that. And then listen and respond. I mean, there are things that I will, usually I will have my phone with me and, and uh, sometimes God will speak to me about something that I need to hear. And so I'll make yeah. a little note to myself on that. And then later I can respond. Uh, every once in a while, he gives me a good sermon idea while I'm, yeah. while, while I'm out uh, doing that as well, or a blog idea or a podcast idea. And so, you know, I'd like to, to and to me, that's the spirit uh, speaking uh, speaking to me uh, on, on that. And then I mentioned, you know, you might want to invite others to do it if you find it to be enjoyable. Uh, you might want to bring a friend along. And again, it's not so much of a conversational time between the two of you all, but it is an exper- right. it's an experiential time that maybe you can talk later. You know, what did you see? What did you feel? How did God speak? Uh, debrief speak? that. Yeah, yeah, debrief that. And so those would just be a few, you know, a few practical suggestions. My wife and I, Sharon, we... Uh, we do that together. I mean, we're both kind of physically in different places in our life. And so if we were running a 5K together, we'd be at different places. But because we are walking together, it gives us something to do as a couple as yeah. well. You mentioned reading an article. I know uh, that you've written a, a short article about prayer walks. Uh, would you mind if we put a link to that in our, our information? And yeah, that that would be that'd be wonderful. I'd love to uh, just, uh, you know, it's, of course, an article that I've collected some thoughts of from, from other people, but trying to pull that together. And I actually, on that article, I share my route. Uh, I, uh, I literally have the turns in there, and I yeah. could tell you that. And, and where we live at, again, uh, is up in an area where 75% of our community is multifamily housing between the budget apartments, uh, budget uh, uh, residents, apartments, and then uh, uh, senior care facilities and all. Yeah. And so I tell people um, I never walk out of the apartments. I can go for three miles, yeah. and I've always got an apartment complex on the you know front back or either side yeah. of me on that. Um, if pe- people wanted to find out more about Loving Community, what you do, especially if they wanted to get involved with some of the volunteer opportunities, where would they go for that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we feel like Loving Community, God has kind of given us an idea that uh, uh, seems to be getting a lot of traction uh, in our, our community. And you can find out more about some of our eight different community initiatives that we do at our website. It's uh, loving-community.net. And of course, uh, as we are recording this podcast right now, school is uh, is coming up here pretty quickly. And yeah. one of the large programs that we have uh, in in schools is our mentoring programs. And Jason, you're a mentor with me at uh, Creekside Elementary School. In fact, you head that program up for us, and you and I've been doing that now for three years, two years, three years. Seems like, like three, that. maybe four years <laughs> uh, on, on that. But uh, but mentoring kiddos is is uh, near and dear to our hearts, and we do that from elementary all the way up to the high school. And so, if somebody wanted to find out about that, we're always uh, we're always interested in engaging with uh, with wonderful mentors. Yeah, it's a fantastic thing to be a part of, and I've really been blessed by being part of that. And I thank you for your your partnership in it. Uh, Jim, thank you for sharing all this with us. I think this is incredibly valuable, and uh, my prayer is that it, it is something that can be useful and powerful in the lives of, of our people as well. Uh, God's blessings on your ministry and everything you do in this community, and we thank you for that, and thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Great to be with you, and I uh, appreciate uh, folks here at Riverside. Well, thanks for, for listening to the second episode. We'll be back with a third episode towards the end of the summer to, to introduce one more 
practice and for this series as, as we bring that to a close. We'll see you next time. Bye.